大家好，我叫 Max。大家好，我叫 Hasnan。And we're back with another episode of Listen and Learn Chinese, the podcast where we all embark on our Chinese learning journey together. This episode, we're going to cover the last episode for now in the restaurants mini series, where we're going to learn how to pay at the end of our meals. But before we go into that, you already know we got to hit you with the quiz from episode fifteen. I'll get us started. Question one: Translate the following phrase into Mandarin. Your Peking duck is extremely tasty. The answer, of course, is 你的北京烤鸭很好吃 Question two: If you're on the phone with a restaurant, how would you tell them that you want a reservation for three people? So I would say 我想定位三个人的桌子 right? So that's 我想 I'd like to, and then 定位 reserve, and then 三个人的 means four. Three people and towards a table, so it's like I'm reserving a table for three people. 我想定位三个人的桌子 Question three. So question three was a throwback to episode five, and the question is, how would you ask someone what their name is? And the answer to that is, 你叫什么名字 To go over some of the words, just as a refresher, 你叫 is you are called. 什么 is what and 名字 Is name, you are called what name? Question four, translate the following phrase into Mandarin. Their specialty dish is Shanghai noodles. So the answer to that is, 他们的特色菜是上海粗炒 right? So let's cover the tones here because they're a little complicated. So the first word is 他们的 So that's theirs, and that's a first tone, and then two neutral tones. So tamanda, and the next word, which is specialty dish or specialty cuisine, is tse cai. If you guess that that's three fourth tones, then you'd be correct. So you need a lot of energy for this one. And remember, when you have three consecutive fourth tones, it's not an official rule, but most people overpronounce the first one and underpronounce the next two just to make it easier to pronounce. So I'd call that tse cai, right? So tamanda tse cai. Their specialty dish is Shanghai Tuochao, right? So the word for Shanghai in Chinese is kind of the same thing, but it's pronounced in the fourth tone and in the third tone, Shanghai, Shanghai, and then and then the word for thick noodles Tuochao, rough fry, gets us to Shanghai Tuochao, Shanghai noodles. That concludes our quiz for episode fifteen. And the big idea for this episode is that paying is a universal aspect. Of ordering food at a restaurant, and requires navigating options and cultural dynamics. Today, we're going to run through a conversation to learn how to pay for food at the end of a meal. So, this conversation is situated after having, you know, shown up, sat down, had the meal, and then now we're ready to pay. For the whole conversation, Max is the main diner, who's a customer at the restaurant, and I'm going to switch roles. For the first of the three parts of the conversation, I'm going to be the waiter. Then, when the second part of the conversation starts, we're gonna play this sound, which is gonna indicate that I've switched to being a fellow diner who's also a customer that was eating with Max. And then, for the third part of the conversation, we're gonna play that sound again. And then I'm gonna go back to being the waiter, and then we'll finish up. Max, feel free to get us started. 服务员，买单。好。付现金还是刷卡？借机卡好不好？借机卡好，我马上回来。Hey Max, 
，让我付钱。不要吧，我是主人，我来付。OK， 我让你付，但是我下次付。你好，一共多少钱？一共五十三块。好，谢谢。Okay, so that concludes our conversation. As you heard, it had three parts with me playing two different roles. Let's start at the beginning and break down what we just said. Max, feel free to get us started with the first part of the conversation. So I called over the waiter by saying "fu wu yuan," which is the waiter's title, and then I give the instructions "mai dan," which is literally "pay the bill," but essentially serves as the phrase to use when you want to say "check, please." It indicates you're ready to leave and you're going to pay the bill. The tones are my in the third tone and dan in the first tone. So together it sounds like my dan. So next, me being the waiter, I first respond by saying how, which literally means good, but it's basically like saying okay, sure, I agree with what Max has said. Then I ask him a really important question that you're going to hear a lot at any type of restaurant or even like a fast food joint. I say. 付现金还是刷卡 ？So the first word in the sentence "fu," which is "fu" in the fourth tone, "fu" means pay, right? This is a word that you're going to see by itself and also included、um, in larger words with other characters. So "fu," and then I say a phrase that you probably heard a lot in English too, which is 现金还是刷卡 which directly translates into cash or card. So 现金 Means cash, which is x i a n in the fourth tone, xian, and j i n in the first tone, jin, xian jin means cash. Then I say the word for or, which is what you're going to hear a lot in Chinese, which is hai shi, right? Also sometimes pronounced hai shi, right? So that's h a i in the second tone, hai, and then s h i either in the fourth tone, shi, or s h i in the neutral tone, shi, right? Hai shi. Or hiser means or, right? So fu xian xin hiser, right? Pay cash or, and then I say an interesting word which is shua ka, right? So here, if you were to just read the phrase by itself, it would just mean card because you're asked paying a cash or card. But technically, it means swipe card. The word for shua literally means brush or swipe, and then the word. Ka, which is ka in the third tone, literally means card, and you'll see that in other kind of more compound phrases that indicate or or that relate to cards, right? So saying "fu xian xin hai shi shua ka" means paying cash or card, and that shua in shua ka is in the first tone. So that whole phrase that I just said is "hao fu xian xin hai shi shua ka," which is like, okay, are you paying cash or card? And then I explain that I want to pay with a special kind of card called a debit card, and that is jie ji ka. That's J I E in the fourth tone, J I in the fourth tone, and ka K A in the third tone. The phrase here is jie ji ka hao bu hao, which, as you'll remember from before, hao bu hao is good or not good, yes or no, and just. Indicates that it's a question. I'm asking, do you accept debit card? So us being a Tanguan that does accept debit cards, I say 借机卡好 right? Which is basically saying debit card is good. Yeah, works for us. So notice here that at the end of 借机卡 right, that 
ka, which is the same ka from shua ka, is a third tone, but then the following word is also a third tone, which is hao. Here, if I was speaking quickly, I totally could have said jie ji ka hao, right? Putting those two third tones together to invoke the two third tone exception rule. But here, when I spoke earlier, I chose to keep them separate by taking a pause between the end of debit card and the start of good, right? To allow me to pronounce them both as third tones, honestly, just because I wanted to. So I pronounced it jie ji ka hao, right? So I took a pause, and that way the third tone exception rule didn't apply. So after affirming that jie ji ka is hao, then I said, so the start of that sentence is of course, which you know means me or I. Then I said a word that you heard earlier in the restaurant miniseries, which is ma shang, right? So ma shang is right away, right? So that's M-A in the third tone, ma, and then S-H-A-N-G in the fourth tone, shang, ma shang. Then I said a new word, which is hui lai, right? So hui is H-U-I in the second tone, hui, and then lai is L-A-I in the second tone, lai, hui lai, means come back, right? Hui is a word that you'll see a lot at the start of, of other larger compound words that basically means something's happening again or is returning or it's going back somewhere. And then lai is the verb to come, which you've actually seen once or twice before in previous episodes. So saying hui lai means come back. So saying wo ma shang hui lai means I'll be coming right back. Remember that wo and the start of ma shang are both third tones. And here I was speaking quickly, so I decided to use the double third tone exception rule. So instead of saying wo ma shang hui lai, I decided to speak quickly and I said wo ma shang hui lai, I'm coming back right away. So that whole phrase was jie ji ka hao, wo ma shang hui lai, debit card works, I'll be right back. So after that, I obviously go to get the bill and also get a machine for Max's jie ji ka. So over the second part of the conversation, now I'm switching to playing the role of Max's friend who's sitting at the table with him. And I decided to discuss an interesting theme by saying, Hey Max, So you heard it right. I literally just said, hey, at the start of my sentence to grab Max's attention, just like you would in English. And that's actually an English loan word that's pretty common in Chinese. And it's literally just H-E-I in the first tone, hey, and it means the same thing. Then I say, so shang is a new word that we just learned, which is R-A-N-G in the fourth tone, shang. And then of course, wo, you know, so shang means allow or let. So saying shang wo means let me or allow me. Then we have the word fu qian. So that fu is the same fu from before when I asked fu xian jin hai shi shua ka. So means pay. And then, so that's F-U in the fourth tone. Then it's followed up by qian, which is Q-I-A-N in the second tone, which means money. So putting pay and money, fu and qian together, you get fu qian means pay money, which basically means I want to pay, right? So saying shang wo fu qian means let me pay. And I reply, bu yao ba, no need. There is no need to pay, I want to pay. Wo shi zhu ren which is explaining why there's no need to pay. And I say, well, because I am the host. Zhuren, Z-H-U in the third tone, and R-E-N in the second tone means host. I am hosting Haznan, so then I will pay. And I say that by adding on to the last sentence, Wa lai fu. Haznan, why do we use 
lai, L-A-I in the second tone here. Right, so this lai, L-A-I in the second tone, is the same lai from, from earlier when I said I'll be right back. And here, I know it sounds weird in English because this translates into I come to pay, but it's basically, it's like saying I'll pay, right? It's like I'll be the one paying here. Um, it's just a manner of speaking. That's just how Chinese people speak. And honestly, it's okay if it doesn't make sense in English because this isn't English. So it's something that I've just said in my head that, look, this is just how people speak. So I'm going to speak this way too. Um, it's how you would say, don't worry, I'm going to be paying. It's saying that you're that you're about to embark on the process of paying, saying that you're coming to pay. is technically I don't want, but it's just a good way to refuse somebody's request. So the second phrase in this sentence, in this line, is 我是主人, and it explains why there's no need that Hasnan pays. It's because I am the host. So 我是 is I am, and 主人 is host. And that's Z-H-U in the third tone and R-E-N in the second tone. And remember, this is the same ren as person, as we've come across before. So I'm the host, and that explains why I'll be paying. So to make sure that things are clear, I say the third sentence in this line, and that's 我来付, which is I'll be paying. 不要吧,我是主人,我来付. After that, I decide to concede to Max by saying, Okay, 我上你付. So here you heard another English loan word, which is okay. So this is literally just the English word okay. And even though this is technically an English word, but it's a common part of modern Chinese vernacular. Okay is just a really ubiquitous loan word in so many different languages, including Chinese, but also in languages like Spanish and Russian. It means the same thing. And it's something people just say in like a familiar informal environment when you're talking to your friends, if you literally just want to agree with someone. It's really similar to saying how, but sometimes you'll hear Chinese people also saying okay. So then I say 我让你付. So considering that we just learned that 让 means to let or to allow, saying 我让你付 means I'm letting you pay, right? 我让你付. I'll let you pay. And then I say 但是, right? 但是 is D-A-N in the fourth tone and S-H-I in the fourth tone. 但是 means but or however, right? So I'm conceding, but I'm putting a condition on it. I'm saying 但是我, but I, and then I say 下次. So this is a bit of a tricky word to pronounce. That's X-A-I in the fourth tone. 下, right? So remember, it's that, smi it's that smiling consonant 下, right, in the fourth tone. And then I say 次, which is C-I also in the fourth tone. 次, 下次 means next time, right? So that's X-A-I in the fourth tone and C-I in the fourth tone. 下次, next time, right? And then I say fu, which is the same fu that we've heard before, and also from fu qian, it means to pay. So saying, but I next time pay means, but I'm gonna grab the bill next time. So this whole sentence, me conceding to Max, we're putting a condition on it, is okay, now in this next part of the conversation, I'm going to go back to being the waiter. I come back to the table. Max notices that I'm back and he says, 你好,一共多少钱? So here I acknowledge the waiter with 你好. 
and then I say all together, 一共. That's Y-I in the first tone, 一, and 共, G-O-N-G in the fourth tone. 多少钱? Now pay attention to this last portion here, 多少钱? D-U-O in the first tone, S-H-A-O in the third tone, 多少 means lots, a little, together, they mean how much, and 钱, money, Q-I-A-N in the second tone. A super high yield phrase that you'll be using to ask the price of essentially everything. So I respond to Max's question by saying 一共五十三块 So 一共 obviously means the total, right? So the total bill. And then I say an interesting word, which is 五十三块 So 五, you've heard before, which is W-U in the third tone, which is the word for five. Then we see a new word, which is also a number, which is 十, right? So that's S-H-I in the second tone, 十, which means 10, right? So if you put 五 and 十 together, you get 五十, which literally translates into five tens, which is actually how you say 50, right? So 五十 is 50, right? So now if you add 50 something, all you have to do is say 五十 and then add an extra number to get to get your total number in the 50s, which is exactly what we did here by adding san, S-A-N in the third tone, san, which means three. So 五十三 means 53, five tens and three, or 53. So after 五十三, I say the word kuai. So kuai is an interesting but really common word that's technically a measure word. Actually, kuai is the measure word for things that come in chunks. And it's actually what we use to refer to any type of currency. Because back in the day in China, the main currency were like chunks of gold and silver. So people developed kuai, meaning chunks, as the measure word for currency. So the thing is, kuai is a versatile word because putting it after any type of number basically converts that number into an amount of currency, and that currency can be flexible. So let's say this conversation happened in a restaurant in China, right? Then saying kuai at the end of wu shi san would mean 53 yen, right? So saying kuai after any number makes it an amount of currency of wherever you are. But maybe let's say this is a Chinese restaurant here in Canada, then saying 五十三块, right, means 53 Canadian dollars. So here that measure word is referring to currency, but currency of where we are, which is Canadian dollars. So to respond to Max altogether, I said 一共五十三块, means the total is 53块, or 53 dollars, meaning Canadian dollars. And I finished the conversation by doing the action of paying. And then saying, how? Good, thanks. Okay, so that concludes our conversation for today. We're just gonna play it back for you one more time and then we'll go into the quick review. 服务员,买单。好,付现金还是刷卡。借机卡好不好。借机卡好,我马上回来。Hey Max, 让我付钱。不要吧,我是主人。我来付。OK,我让你付,但是我下次付。你好,一共多少钱? Okay, 
五十三块。好，谢谢。So now let's do a quick review of the most important vocab from today, and then at the end, we're also going to show you some new vocab that you can switch in and out for some of the phrases that you learned today. I'll get us started. So my done means we're ready to pay the bill or literally pay bill, also known as check please. So that's M A I in the third tone, D A N in the first tone. My done. 现金还是刷卡 ？We have cash. 现金还是 or 刷卡 card. Then of course, 现金 means cash. 还是 means or. 刷卡 means swipe card or just card. 回来 means to come back or to return to. 让我 mean in the fourth tone, third tone means allow me or let me. 让你 means to allow you. Or to let you. Then the phrase 我是主人 means I'm the host. 但是 is but or however. 下次 means next time. Remember that's tricky. That's X A I in the fourth tone and C I also in the fourth tone. 下次 next time. 一共多少钱 altogether? What's the total? Then just saying. 多少钱 means how much money or how much is the cost. Really common phrase. You can say it any time you're buying something. 多少钱块 is the measure word for chunks. Most commonly today, it's the amount of currency when a number is placed before it. A super great history lesson from Hasnan there. Thanks, Max. I mean, 谢谢 Max. So the next word in the quick review is. 借记卡 which means debit card. So that's a double fourth tone, then a third tone. 借记卡 debit card. Now we've got some alternatives for ways that you can pay. You can insert a different type of payment into that phrase of how you're paying. So to use a credit card generally, you'll hear the phrase 信用卡 That's X I N in the fourth tone, Y O N G in the fourth tone, and then 卡 Ka in the third tone. Then, if you're paying with Mastercard, then what you can say instead is one shir da. So that's wan in the fourth tone. One shi in the fourth tone. Shir and then da in the second tone. Da one shir da is Mastercard. And then this one kind of sounds like what it what it is. Visa is waisa. I always like the、uh, transliterated sort of borrow words、uh, that. That sound the same as English. Always humors me of of how they come up with it, but that's way w e i in the second tone and s a in the fourth tone. Oh yeah, I'm a fan of those because it just makes my job easier trying to learn Chinese. This next one unfortunately doesn't really do that, which is 美国运通 which is American Express. So that actually starts with the word for the United States of America, which is 美国 which is comprised of 美 which is m e i in the third tone. And then the word for country, which is guo, which is G U O in the second tone, Mei Guo means America, and then Yuan Tong, which is Y U N in the fourth tone, Yuan, and T O N G in the first tone, Tong, Yuan Tong, sorry, Yuan Tong. So together that gets us to American Express, Mei Guo Yuan Tong. And then we've got a payment system, an app, really the super app in China. That is probably the most common way that people will pay for anything in,、uh, in the mainland, and that is WeChat, and that's WeChat. That's、uh, W E I in the first tone, 
So different than the first word of wei sa. Wei xin is W-E-I in the first tone and X-I-N in the fourth tone. Then the last payment modality that we're going to cover today is Alipay, which is bao. So that's Z-H-I, a puckering consonant sound in the first tone, then F-U in the fourth tone, right? Which means to pay, which is the same fu that we've heard earlier and in fuqian, right? And then we have bao, which is B-A-O in the third tone. So that's bao. Right, which is Alipay, which is another super common app in China that you can just bring up on your phone and pay for things that way, just like Weixin. That just about gets us to the end of our episode. Before we go into the quiz, we wanted to talk about a uniquely Chinese slash Asian cultural dynamic that we saw in the conversation for this episode. Do you want to take it away, Max? Yeah, it's the concept of paying and really fighting over the bill, as is the namesake of our episode. It is a battle, and that battle comes from a cultural acceptance and cultural perception that paying for the bill is of value, kind of contrary to many Western beliefs where you'd want to split the bill in as many ways as you can so that you pay as little as possible. There is an honor backdrop, an honorable cultural backdrop to being able to slyly pay the bill or to make sure that you're the one that uh, covers the meal. Absolutely. Like here, I think what we showed you in this conversation was pretty tame. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of broaching the subject. I was like, hey, Max, like, let me pay. Like, don't worry. Like, I got it, man. And then Max came out with us with a polite but firm answer, right? Like he gave me three statements to affirm that I will not be paying today. He said, he's like, don't, like, you're not going to be doing that. Then he affirmed that he's the host, right? Right. The host of a meal or especially the person who invited other people is one of the people who they have like the priority for getting to pay. Right. Also, like if you're like a kid or like a teenager at a meal and there's a bunch of like seniors there, for example, people that are older than you, then it's on. They have more pressure to pay than you do. For example, that's another one of the rules. Then he said, well, I fool. Right. He affirmed like, I'm going to be paying. So here me seeing that clearly I've lost the battle, but I don't want to lose the war. I said, OK, look, I'll let you pay this time, but I'm coming back next time. And I said, but I'm paying next time. I'm sure living in the West, it's very common that like when you go out to eat with your friends, like you usually just like split the bill um, or you just pay for, for whatever you ordered yourself if you're not eating family style. Because, you know, obviously you can't just go around paying for everyone all the time because that's really expensive. And that's usually how the system works, you know, of like wanting to pay for the whole meal. Like if one person does it one time, chances are they're not going to be the person doing it the next time. For example, if you're in a group of friends and you're just eating and you're all the same age and kind of at the same station in life, you'll honestly take turns. Uh, for who gets to pay for the meal, right, Max? Yeah, it's different within each group. Uh, I'm sure there are people who uh, probably don't abide by the same cultural view. And I think the more westernized you are, um, the more culturally removed from this view um, you are. But that's not to say that uh, this doesn't exist in other cultures as well. I think paying for the bill is, is a source of pride probably in, in many different cultures. Uh, this one, we're just highlighting the uh, Chinese culture. Absolutely. Max, that actually reminds me, like, me being Pakistani, like, trying to fu qian, you know, the maidan is absolutely, like, a huge part of my culture as well. Like, anytime we... 
um, anytime we go out for dinner with like our kind of Pakistani family friends, like the uncles and aunties will get in like in like arguments over who gets to pay the bill. I remember one time even um, my aunt uh, came to visit my family. She lives in London, but she came to visit here in Canada. Um, she came to visit and I think we went to like IHOP for like breakfast or something. And because, you know, she, you know, she's like a guest and she wants to like show her appreciation for, for staying with us. And also because we're, we were like hosting her and my cousin and we want to show that we're like gracious guests and we appreciate having them here. My aunt and my dad started literally like, like playfully and respectfully, but also like heatedly fighting over the bill. I distinctly, I have this really embarrassing memory of like watching my dad holding his credit card trying to pay and then my aunt trying to grab it out of his hand and at one point my dad started like briskly walking around the IHOP trying to get away from my aunt and she's chasing him holding a credit card too and literally the entire place is just like staring at us watching this bizarre ritual and then me my siblings and my cousin are just super embarrassed but it just goes to show look in most Asian cultures you know including mine and including Chinese culture people are really trying to fu qian when it's time to mai dan it's really important. It's a matter of honor and it's a way to show love and it's a way to deepen one's relationships because I think at the at the core of it, I think this whole concept of really wanting to fu qian when you're when you're chi at a tanting is all about um, managing one's interpersonal relationships and saving face. Um, because from what I know, like the concept of kind of cultivating and managing one's interpersonal relationships with other people is a really important part of Chinese culture. And it's something, and it's something that people think about all the time. What do you think, Max? It's a beautiful way to say it. And I love the imagery. Do you want to finish off this episode with the quiz? Absolutely. Let's get to the quiz. So question one is, let's say that you're a fu wu yuan at a tanguan. How would you tell a customer that their total is 34 bucks? Question two, let's say you're a host at a tanting. How would you tell the customer that the waiter will be right back? Question three, since we're on this theme of role playing is now let's say you're ordering some Chinese takeout over the phone and you want to stay on budget. How would you ask the person on the phone what the price of two orders of egg fried rice is? And hint, if you don't quite know how to say egg fried rice, perhaps consider revisiting episode 14 if you're unsure. And the final question for this episode, question four, is another throwback to episode one. How do you say that it's very nice to meet someone in Chinese? That's all for now. Zaijian.